0: Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate, news, and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way.
1: I'm Eric Gunther.
0: And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And do you guys consider garbage disposals a luxury household item?
1: <laughs> no. N- no. <laughs>
0: I find their they're i I find the value in them.
1: Well, no, I mean th- they're valuable, of course. I but <laughs> yeah. I don't consider them a luxury item. I mean, a luxury item would be like a theater room or yeah, a garbage disposal.
2: I think is an essential but standard item. Did you guys hear the news this week that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez does not know what a garbage disposal is?
1: Hmm. No, I didn't. I, I didn't see that news item. Did she? She was baffled by the existence of one or she had never seen one?
2: Yeah. So TMZ reported that she had her first experience with the uh, with a garbage disposal in her new Washington, D.C. apartment Monday night. And she didn't know what to make of it, except for that it sounded very scary. Hmm. Um, So, yeah, she posted um, a thing on Instagram with a video of the the garbage disposal running and said, there's a monster living in my sink. I am told this is a garbage disposal. I've never seen a garbage disposal. I never had one in any place I've ever lived. It is terrifying. I don't know what to use it for or what its purpose is. Like food scraps, like is this environmentally sound? I don't
1: know. Is a garbage disposal a... Rarity. N- a rarity in New York City? I mean, I I don't know. I, you're there. Well, n-
0: yeah, I, d- I don't have a garbage disposal. Um, I know I've heard that our boss,
2: Jim, does not have a garbage disposal. <laughs> um, she, until age five, she lived with her family in an apartment in the neighborhood of Parkchester. The family moved to a house in Westchester County hmm. afterwards. So... Um
1: that would seem she grew to, up I mean, suburban. Yeah, that would seem to indicate a garbage disposal might be present, but you know, whatever the case, I mean, I still don't see a garbage disposal as a big luxury item. I mean, they're, they're not that expensive. I, I mean, I looked at Home Depot. <laughs> they're, they're only What's the about,
2: price on a garbage
1: disposal? There's only I mean, you can buy a nice one for like 150 bucks, and you can buy a lower end one for like 100 bucks.
0: Okay, so this is, it's not a question of this being an amenity that's like so called bougie or whatever. It's
1: like. Right. I mean, you, well, like, l- I'm looking again here at Home Depot. I mean, you can buy one that is $350 is the top one I'm seeing here. But I mean, there are ones under $100 or close to $100. So it's not a super bougie item. I, I would, you know, I agree with Ocasio Cortez on most things, but I do disagree with her i will have I'll take issue with her on this i don't even know i mean i know the garbage disposal works i don't really know how it works why it does what it does i mean i'm we have one but i'm told not to use it very often there are rules. really why well i i don't know i don't think she likes using it i don't i, I don't know why i don't know <laughs> I, there's, there's <laughs> you some, just do
0: what you're told <laughs>
1: Um, but, yeah, I've been told mm-hmm. not to use the – and ours is – I I do identify with the representative in, in the case that it is horribly loud. Ours is very loud as well. It, when you turn that thing mm-hmm. on, it's like it rumbles and it grumbles yeah. and – She's really
2: milking this, I have to say. I mean, <laughs> bless, but um, what it, she wrote – is this what social mobility is? Using kitchen appliances you never saw growing up?
1: That's cute. Yeah, oh my I mean, God. she's I, I making you, fun of herself, I yeah, guess. I know you're not supposed to get your hand anywhere near it. That's for darn <laughs> sure.
2: I have a weird phobia. Every time I flip on the switch, though, I will say that somehow, even if my hand is nowhere near the right. thing, I'm going to be the girl
1: that gets her hand caught. That gets her room. hand caught. Mm-hmm.
2: Right? It just really gives me the heebie-jeebies.
1: Yeah.
2: You're also not supposed to put a lot of things down there that I definitely put oh. down there. I feel like eggshells are another thing that mm. end up in garbage disposals. And there's um, there's a myth there's I don't – well, I think it's a myth, yeah. It's a myth that they actually help clean or sharpen the blades, mm. but that's not true. Or Same like with coffee um, grinds.
0: Coffee grinds or um, rinds of like lemons, yes. like lemon yes. rinds. If you put that, those down that there and I've shred used. those, that's like, a myth.
1: It's supposed to – no, no. It not, it's not, not to sharpen the blades, but to – In clean case it. there's a funky the, odor coming out of your garbage disposal, you can put a, a rind of a lime or lemon.
2: Yeah, but I think we did a story about – because we did do a story about um, things you shouldn't put down your garbage disposal, and mm. I believe fruit
0: rinds. peels
2: and rinds are one of them. Yeah, it's. I can see those being tough to break chop, up.
1: Chop up, yeah.
2: Yeah, and I think it maybe damages the blades too. We're going real. We're doing a real deep dive into garbage disposals that
1: yeah. Who knew? Yeah. So there's so many things that you're not supposed to do in the, the garbage disposal. I think my wife has just laid down the law and said we're not using it on yeah. the regular. I mean, so I
2: guess it you know, back to the to AOC. Maybe it's not that uh it's not, it's not, essential anyway.
1: It is yeah, I mean I it's it's not a luxury item, but I I think it is essential. I don't know what you use it for. I'm not allowed to use it. <laughs>
2: for- I mean I just use it for all the things I'm not supposed to use it for. Right. Be damned. So, <laughs> Well, you're a renter,
1: so... <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hope my landlord's not listening. Yeah, but. <laughs> you,
1: you give zero.
2: Zero Fs, yes. Zero
0: Fs to give. Um, I give an F about the hottest markets of April. Whoa! Wow, 20, 2019. Um, tell did you guys us, tell see us. this list?
2: No, I know that you... Um, you guys were talking about this list earlier, but I have not seen it yet.
1: Um, yeah, so the hottest market uh, for April 29 the hottest 20 markets for April 2019, we have them here with us in our hot little hands. Hot little
2: hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, so a little town called Boston, specifically <laughs> the metro of Boston, Cambridge, Newton, Massachusetts, is ranking at number one. And I guess we should probably say what this list is based on. What, what the list is based on.
1: Our director of economic research uh, looks at the uh, sales of homes in all the markets across the country, how fast homes are selling, and then how many views, you know, how many page views Metro's listings get in that area. Um, so he can kind of combines those and gets a good idea of where buyers are looking.
0: Apparently they're
2: looking in the Northeast and the Midwest. That's a departure from our past lists, right? I mean, usually it's the yeah. west west
1: west when i when i remember doing these like in 2017 or 2018 it was always you know california california mm-hmm. california california hmm. you know the the usual suspects the bay area santa cruz uh, lodi modesto vallejo
2: and then also hmm. seattle
1: yeah seattle san diego denver right austin but now it looks when like the, the list has definitely had a shake up i mean I, i'm here for the shakeup. I like. I like seeing different markets show up on here.
0: It's interesting that you mentioned some of our previous cities too, because it looks like a lot of the a lot a handful of the cities on the top of the list are kind of um, outside of. They're, they're adjacent to these larger cities, mm-hmm. like you said, s- Seattle. Uh, yeah. we're seeing Spokane, right? Um, number three on the list it's not like super close but it's it's definitely like a big city in washington Um, so people
2: may be looking in the more affordable kind of sister cities or somewhere nearby same
0: with sacramento Mm -hmm. adjacent to san francisco it's you know it's still a, a city there's a lot to do it's just not as expensive as buying in san francisco
1: but it's becoming that way I mean, mm-hmm. I think the thing to look for on a lot of these markets is that the prices will be heating up, right? I mean,
0: mm-hmm. yeah, we expect, absolutely.
1: But I am intrigued. But that Spokane jumped eleven places. Mm. It you know it was fourteenth, I guess, last month, and then this month we say it's number three.
0: Worcester, Mass, jumped up twenty nine spaces. I mean, the Northeast is heating up.
1: Part of the phenomenon in the Northeast is every April, once. Spring is finally here, and people can start going out and looking at houses again once the the winter is over. I think those those East Coast markets, the Northeast markets, tend to trend up more so. Um, you know, they they really have that seasonal influence that you know yeah. California so doesn't necessarily. We're have.
2: like steady year round, whereas the East Coast might be seeing a particularly large spike now that it's springtime, right?
0: To take a look at the rest of the list, you can just go to Realtor.com and look up uh, Hottest Markets, April 2019. You can Google that as well, and you'll find this handy-dandy list with some insight from our economics team. As you guys know, here on House Party, we love talking about TV homes, (laughs) We've talked about the Brady Bunch house. We've talked about the Full House house. And here we are once again to talk about the Full House house because it is now officially, finally, on the market.
1: The home itself is officially on the market now for $6 million. As uh, regular viewers of Full House know, it's the Victorian facade, but the interior now is decked out. It's like very beautiful decor um, it looks so
2: much different than now than it did before and I remember on a previous episode um, a few weeks back when we were talking about how this place was gonna come on the market we had photos of what it looked like then right. and I if mm-hmm. correct me if I'm wrong none of us were very impressed no
1: and I mean it, it is yeah. a bit of a, a strange story that it ended up this way because when the full house creator bought this home Jeff Franklin the creator, executive producer of the show, bought this home. He had plans to renovate the inside to make it match up with the full house sets. Mm-hmm. Like what they're doing with the, the Brady Bunch. He, he, he bought the home in April 2016, so he kind of hit on that idea of uh, renovating a home to match its TV personality even before the Brady Bunch house went on the market. So he was on to something, but... Uh, he went and pulled all the permits and was going to begin construction and do everything but the neighbors around, who are already bugged by the amount of people that come to this house and you know take pictures, take selfies in front of it, said no. They put a stop to it, and so his permits were denied or revoked, and he was not able to go forward with this plan. So I think he eventually just said, you know what? I'm going to sell this thing. Yeah, screw it he did reach out to HGTV at at one point um and they never got back to him so
0: that was the craziest part to me was that he wanted to do kind of exactly what the Brady people are doing with yeah. with this house and just because of timing and HGTV didn't get back to him he moved on with this renovation which to be honest i think that that was a good idea because right. i i love everything about the interiors of this house
1: would tourism. you now, now that you've seen it renovated, would you buy it if you had six million dollars?
2: I think so. You I think were, we all said yeah. no last time because yeah. we didn't want to deal with uh,
1: the tourism the
2: tourism it's but, like the, tourist mean, it's so and pretty. the renovation yeah, i
0: I would have to say that I would probably go for it. Yeah. Um,
1: now it's done it's done in that cool I mean, everything is white. You know, palette of neutrals and whites, um, black
2: and white. Yeah, but they they guy. implemented they used dark colors in the smartest ways. Like in the kitchen, the mm-hmm. kitchen's navy blue yep. with white um, countertops and walls, and it's just it's so it's beautiful. Yeah, like, I I would deal with tourists for this house.
1: There is one other Easter egg that I must mention that uh, we found out about. Mm. Uh, um, there is a secret garden in the backyard, which is a a backyard in San Francisco is a luxury just to begin with. But then there's like a little secret spot in this backyard that has uh, cement tiles with the handprints and signatures of the Full House cast.
2: Mm. <gasps> Even Lori Loughlin, oh, I definitely, I definitely want this house now.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I'm sure Lori Loughlin was probably involved. I'm guessing because she I'm probably guessing-
2: paid five hundred thousand to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> look
0: mrs jacobs we have to be honest well i have to be honest we may have well he may have embellished lied
2: a bit on our application
1: honest she's been on this honesty kick all week
2: <laughs> well we had a feeling you might have embellished not too many two-year-olds are proficient on the bassoon.
1: So anyway, the Full House House, after three years now, uh, uh, Jeff Franklin's ownership is back on the market. Awesome. We'll have
2: to see who buys it. I'm sure we'll be discussing it again pretty soon, because
1: I imagine it won't stay on the market very
2: long. No.
0: No. I think this one will go quick. (laughs) Hot, hot, hot. Speaking of hot, Cher. (laughs)
1: Do you
2: believe in interior decor?
1: (laughs) Whoa. Right on key. Did
0: you guys know? So Cher's interior
2: designer. Yeah, I did not know that until this week when we saw that Coastal Living did a story about um, a home in Hawaii that Cher designed and it's now for sale.
0: So she's not actually living there. She sold it to the person who's selling it now, but she designed all the interior. So it was all done to her taste. I think they describe it as a Bali style manse. So, you know, a lot of wood. (laughs) <laughs> a lot of wood a lot of windows um a very brown and tan and beige and white color palette mm-hmm. um, lots of natural stone it's gorgeous
2: it's yeah. beautiful when you say brown and tan it sounds boring but it's um I would say it's rich
0: so the the home itself is 9400 square feet it's a huge place Whoa. um it's clad with stucco stacked stone african mahogany wood trim you know Cher did not spare any expenses when importing things for this house i mean it's i we don't know how much this renovation actually cost but it's it, it just from these pictures alone it's clear that it cost a pretty penny she's got good taste yeah, yeah i definitely say great taste
2: are you surprised by that
0: No, no, I think, um,
2: I guess I feel like her fashion choices have always just been so loud that I kind of, yeah. yeah, I thought that maybe her decor aesthetic would be similar.
0: It reminds me of Lady Gaga's, um, approach to interiors, I guess you could say like Lady Gaga super campy, Over the top. loud and proud about her fashion choices. Mm-hmm. And her home in Malibu is just very... Understated. Un- yeah, exactly. Understated. Almost kind of looks like a model home in a lot of ways. Like she really hasn't put a lot of person personalization into it, which probably because she's so busy and she has multiple other homes. But um, I just feel like maybe sometimes if you're so loud in your on stage persona in what you wear, you kinda want to tone it down at home. So that could yeah. be why Cher created this little like minimalist um retreat kind of Yeah, exactly. Like a little nest in, in Hawaii. Oh, did we say did we mention that um the house is selling for it, it's on the market for ten million point nine nine five I don't the think same. we mentioned that the it's house. on the market for almost eleven mil. Okay. Cool, Eric. Do you want to give us um, a couple lines of your favorite share song?
1: <laughs> no, I don't. Since
0: you treated the listeners to such a wonderful treat
1: <laughs> yeah. last week, no, Rachel. Rachel already did. No,
2: let's do a thing off.
1: No, I don't want. I, What's your favorite do share you song?
2: Believe
1: in love. Um, let's see if I had to. Cher song, it probably be something
2: if kind of, I could, could turn back time, no, it'd
1: probably be older than that, like 70s. Mm-hmm. Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves is the one I'm thinking of. Well,
0: oh, deep cuts!
1: Well, no, I mean, that's not it's it was a is that ball.
0: not a deep cut? I'm not a big share fan, so um, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say,
1: Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Da, 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 da. I don't I don't have anything for for sure sh- it's okay for sure there's always next week okay Thank God. <laughs> Every week we'd like to look at celebrity homes celebrity purchases who's winning who's losing who's up who's down winners and losers
0: winners and losers. Dun, dun, dun favorite song. segment.
1: This week's loser is a guy who's a winner in many other aspects. Ryan Murphy, the producer of many many shows, everything. Yes, uh, all your truly effects. a
0: winner on the red carpet at the Met Gala. Oh yeah, his
1: outfit—it was kind of like a peach thing with like a rhinestones, and it had like yeah. a big collar.
0: It was a hundred pound. That collar, the cape was like a hundred pounds. I heard. Is that it right? A separate. I had not. Yeah, seen and it, it had like a separate. Um, uh, structure built in to like rest on his shoulders so it wouldn't fall wow.
1: down yeah wow. yeah because
2: you'd have to work out to wear that
1: yeah okay well yes yeah. I, I mean i i thought it was it was quite an outfit that yeah he he showed up with a, at the Met Gala during the same week that he showed up in that outfit he also cut the price on his laguna beach home So that's why we're unfortunately calling him a loser this week. So it went on on the market in June, 2018. uh, So right about a year ago for 18.75 million. It came back on the market for 17.75 million. So a million dollars got sliced off the price. And uh, we talked to the listing agent down there and he said, you know, the market's slowing down a little bit. So, you know, they were, they were willing to adjust the price. It's a, Beautiful home designed exactly to Ryan Murphy's specifications. He bought it, I think. Oh gosh, I have it here. Where is that? I went it. You should totally leave this in. Why is that? Why is, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. So he bought this place in 2004 for four, but right on four and a half million dollars and then spent years, you know, he hired an architect and interior designer to just do it up. And it's on Laguna Beach. It has beautiful views. It It's, you know, Custom made, bespoke to the nines. It's it's gorgeous, but uh, they were not able to find a buyer over the past year, so they've sliced a million dollars off the price.
2: What do you think the issue is?
1: I th- I think it's just you know, uh, again, it, if we talk about this every week with celebrity homes. It's it's fu- it's difficult to find somebody to buy into your specific vision.
2: But do you think it's got? That specific of a
1: vision. I do. I mean, it's you know, it's it's designed for Ryan Murphy. I mean, it's a beautiful home, and it's it's. I think it will sell. There's no problem there. I think it will sell. I just, it's a, a matter of finding that buyer that says like, wow, I I dig Ryan Murphy style. I mean, I love the pool. I love the views of so the, the the master bed has like the the wraparound windows with just the, the views right out to the Pacific Ocean. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's I gorge.
0: had no idea he lived in Laguna Beach. Does he also have a place in L.A.?
1: Yeah, he has uh, one place in Beverly Hills and then he has another place in Brentwood. So he has okay. a couple of other homes. I okay, so this is like I, his I,
0: beach getaway.
1: Yeah, I think this is just like a beach getaway, like for downtime when not working on TV, which he's always working on TV. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. What is he working on now?
1: Uh, working on now, I think it was, uh, I know, Pose season two. Did you watch that? Pose season one. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was great. Mm. Really good. Uh, post season two, and then uh, what's the other? Th- I think that's the last thing. Is he's there doing. another
0: American Crime story he's doing?
1: They were, there was talk of that, but I think right now his energy is probably focused on the Netflix shows that he was signed up to do. He signed that.
0: Oh, he, right, he signed that big contract with Netflix. Yeah,
1: with Netflix. So, um, but then his, he his,
0: wrote. He wrote Eat, Pray, Love. What? He wrote the screen pre- screenplay for Eat, Pray, Love.
1: Okay. I believe you.
0: I did not but, know that. According to IMDb, but he
1: he he started with that show. I can't even remember what it was called. That was like kind of a culty hit on like the WB, or is it popular? I want to say popular. Yeah, yeah
0: he did popular?
1: popular? Yeah, that was like oh. his first show. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of just branched out and grew and grew with his empire.
0: American Horror Story looks like there's also episodes coming up.
1: Yeah, so th- that's one. American I'm not...
0: Horror Story Apocalypse. There you go. I mean, he cut a million, but. I'm sure that.
1: He looked great on the Met Gala carpet, we'll say that.
2: Yeah.
0: Ryan, who are you wearing? Tell me everything about this fabulousness. Christian Siriano made this for me, um, and we are doing a tribute to Liberace, who was one of the great camp figures. So, this is based on a costume that he wore in performance called the Neptune. That's the con show. How did you get here? How long did it take you to get ready? It was literal hell. I had to lay down in the car. It weighs 100 pounds, and I'm harnessed in. But, you know, anything for fashion, right? So it was fun. Let's move on to our winner.
1: Oh, the winner of the week. <laughs> this 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 week's winner is uh, a family that we discussed last week, uh, the Duggars. And the
0: week before. So
1: I will run this down for you. The, the Duggars, uh, Jim, Bob, and Michelle, the patriarch and matriarch of the clan of 19 Kids and Counting, bought a Home in Arkansas that was super run down. This was like a 10,000 square foot mansion. It was dilapidated. They bought this place. It's in Arkansas, of course. (laughs) That's the the Duggar homeland. They purchased it for $237,000. Viewers of the show had commented on it over the years. I guess, you know, again, I have never watched an episode of 19 Kids and Counting, so I don't know, but I guess this house was shown on the show as they were working on it. So it's been now six years later, it just landed on the market this week for one point eight million dollars. Sure. So uh that is a winner of a price if they can get it in but- Arkansas.
2: The median listing price for Springdale, Arkansas, is. Do you want to know?
1: I, I well, I, I had. You already a, know. I, I had a hand in this article, so I know.
2: <laughs> One hundred and ninety-nine thousand
1: dollars. Yeah, so this wow. is about this is about nine times. They're asking eight, ten eight.
2: times the
0: price of.
1: Yeah, yeah up to ten The median. Okay, season.
0: I can I offer a scenario that could potentially benefit them.
1: Please, I. I I'm sure they'd you're, love you're to You're offering hear it. the Duggars help. I don't think they need it, but go for it. <laughs>
0: Well, with that – I mean the comps around them, they might need help. Um, so you said that Springdale is near um, – uh, remind me where the Walmart headquarters is. Bentonville. Is it? Bentonville, it, yeah. It, it, it's pretty close to the Walmart headquarters.
1: Let's see. I'll, I'll give you – I'll draw a map up for you right now.
0: Okay. It's, it's about. It's
1: about 20 miles-ish away from Bentonville. It's, a, it's south. It's about uh, okay. a half hour south by driving.
0: Okay, so if you are a Walmart exec that has a nice hefty paycheck that you take home, maybe you're going to buy the Duggars' place.
1: Yeah, outside of that scenario, Natalie, I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, that's that's yeah, that that
1: that's, <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> very scenario.
2: very specific scenario.
1: <laughs> it's a dream scenario, and bless them if they can get that done. But uh, it's it, like. Did you guys like the house, uh, the interiors? I mean, it, <laughs> it has a definitely unique look. It's like kind of a round.
2: It looks like a converted church. I guess. Maybe I think that's it what definitely has a churchy it. vibe. I,
1: yeah. So I mean, the interiors, go.
2: Um, the uh, I don't know. It's not my thing. Um, I mean, some of the rooms aren't bad. Like the, the living room with the fireplace, I like the, the wood ceiling and whatnot, but it. It feels like a church inside, too. I think it a thousand percent
0: feels like a place that I would go. I went to this like Catholic camp, summer camp, and it feels exactly like the hmm. the great hall of, of that camp.
2: Yeah, like Bible camp. I can see that. Yeah. I what, mean, why did
0: they choose? Did why did they choose? Uh, I wonder why they chose tile for the floor. I,
1: again, you. <laughs> I'll I'll give you the number of the Duggars in Arkansas. And
0: hey Jim Bob. <laughs> yeah, I, I need to ask. What type
2: of tile. Maybe, that spiral maybe staircase just is to
0: wild. Go to something more rustic, but um, I don't know.
1: Yeah, the spiral staircase was existing. They just you know they obviously did work to the wood to polish it up. That,
2: yeah, but I find it frightening. You do?
1: Huh? I, I think, think it's really kind of cool. Feature.
2: I think it looks kind of cool. I don't know about the carpet. <clears throat> I think it looks cool but frightening.
1: Would it entice you if I told you this home has four kitchens?
2: No. It has four <laughs> kitchens?
1: Four kitchens.
2: I don't – I have enough problems keeping up one kitchen. <laughs> one kitchen. I don't need three more. Wait. Four kitchens. Why? I,
1: I don't know why they chose four kitchens. I mean
0: this truly feels <laughs> like if there's four kitchens, there's this big open meeting space – yeah. I'm not making any like assumption well, I guess I am I'm about
2: to make an assumption. <laughs> I mean
0: this looks like a perfect uh, location for some sort of cult, some sort of <laughs> um, <laughs> some sort of group of people who are all living together, maybe some sort of commune. I mean it's on a bunch of land. there's multiple places there's multiple places where they can cook and prepare meals. Maybe yeah. a, we had, a retreat center. I don't know.
2: The
1: yeah. Church of Duggar. I don't know. I, I We we looked into it on uh, Reddit, you know, see what people were saying about this place on Reddit. And they had said that, you know, there's speculation that they had bought it for son X or son, you know, son J or son daughter J. Definitely son or, you X, know.
0: Son or daughter J. <laughs>
1: Yeah, they'd bought they'd bought this for one of their sons or daughters, you know, with the intention of giving it to them or gifting it to them at some point. But it's it doesn't look like a single family house, but a lot of houses that we cover that are in the luxury end don't look like sing, single family houses.
0: It, truly, this would be a great retreat property if you wanted to host retreats. If you wanted to have a lot of people living in the house at the same time, this
1: yeah would be an so, ideal so space. You're <laughs> saying we
2: should have our team offsite.
0: At the uh, in Arkansas, in Arkansas, if Jim Bob and Michelle decide to put this on Airbnb because they can't sell it, 1000% we should reserve this and do our offsite in Arkansas,
1: yeah. So, uh, four kitchens, a huge house. Jim Bob and Michelle, if they can get their $1.8 million asking price, would be big winners. We're gonna call them our winners anyway,
0: absolutely.
2: that's it for this week thanks for joining us if you like what you heard please subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts and throw us a rating we would very much appreciate it we would very much appreciate five stars if you liked it but we will settle for less if
0: you want to read the stories that we talked about today you can go to realtor.com slash news you can also go to your favorite search engine google type in realtor.com and the topic and the article should pop up um you can also follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at House Party Pod. If you want to reach us via email, what is it, guys? Podcast. Podcast, podcast at Realtor.com. Podcast
1: Singular, at realtor. Singular
0: Podcast. Singular Podcast yeah. at Realtor.com. Let us know if you liked what we talked about. Let us know if you have any burning real estate questions. We have access to a lot of very knowledgeable folks. Uh,
2: thanks for listening, and we'll see you guys next week.
0: Bye. Bye.
2: Bye.